0: Welcome to Two Pills Podcast. In our Two Pills Tips, we briefly go over a topic in teaching, such as an active learning strategy, an innovation in ed tech, or another current event in health sciences education. These episodes are shorter than our full interview episodes, so hopefully you can listen to them on your way to class. If you have an idea for a Two Pills tip or someone who we should interview, please email us at two pillspodcast at gmail.com. That's T-W-O, pillspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Two Pills or on our website. As a disclaimer, I am not claiming to be an expert on any of these ideas, and all of this information is freely available online. So please check out our website, twopillspodcast.com, for links to resources. Today, I wanted to talk about how we can make rounds more well-rounded. This topic is a little bit different from our didactic focus interventions, but for those of us who participate in rounds or any experiential education in patient care, I think it's an important question. When I think about rounds, I think about how beneficial it can be for all participants. The process encourages attendings or faculty to teach, residents to both teach and learn as part of practice, and students to learn. But I've also seen a less enthusiastic approach to rounds. Sometimes it's just getting through the morning um, so that, you know, we can move on to discharges, clinic follow-up, et cetera. So I started thinking, how can we make rounds a more educational experience? For those of you who may not round, bedside rounds or family-centered rounds in pediatrics can be defined as conducting attending rounds, including patient presentations and discussions in the patient's room with nursing and family present. If you look around an ICU team, as an example, and you think about all those salaries standing in a circle, you've got physicians, residents, nurses, pharmacists, case managers, social workers, dietitians, PTOT, and more people who I didn't mention. So all of those salaries are standing around for a few hours. I think it would really behoove us to make the best use of each professional's time. Areas of education that we can focus on in rounds include skills like bedside physical exam teaching, effective communication, and encouragement of trainee autonomy. A first step to improving the educational experience on rounds would be to have a specific plan or roadmap. By having preparation and a plan, there is confidence instilled in both the teacher and the learner, and it then facilitates the learning process. It allows you to maximize the learning outcomes rather than just repeating the same process day after day. Then defining each person's role on the team has multiple benefits to improving education on rounds, in addition to improving efficiency. It, it, by defining people's roles, it ensures that each person is involved, it really breaks down those barriers between educator and learner, it engages each member of the team, maintains interest, ensures that rounds are efficient, and allows equal opportunities between learners. One of my favorite things that defining people's role on a team does is that it really validates the learner's input. So you can imagine, you know, we have these medical students who start off in their first clinical experience, and they're really unsure what their role is or when they can ask questions. And by defining this up front, I think it can really be helpful. When you're coming up with a plan for rounds, it's important to have it be a guide, but also be flexible to improvise. I mean, you never know when a code's gonna happen on rounds or you know, something comes up in patient care and your plan just gets derailed. And because of that, we all know that no two days of rounds are gonna be the same, but having a plan allows for good time management and prioritizes edu- educational opportunities to focus on the learner's needs. I've seen these plans be successful in a variety of ways. So for example, a lot of times, presentations and team goals can be set at the beginning of the week. So on Tuesday, the medical student's going to present. On Wednesday, the intern's going to present a topic on something in cirrhosis because maybe you have quite a few of those patients. On Thursday, the pharmacy student's going to present about a new anticoagulant that's come out. Um, And then on Friday, maybe the attending reviews an article in a journal. So by doing that, each presentation is planned out and topics are decided on, providing clear expectations. I really appreciate when some attending physicians will choose to review a certain article in the main journal of their expertise. So that way, when they're on, we know that that is their thing and that's what they're going to talk about and it can become a group discussion that way. In addition to just keeping up to date with the literature, it also really provides an opportunity for the attending to discuss their expertise and maybe some pearls and pitfalls about what they have encountered with patients with this certain condition. I've also seen some residents create quizzes based on topics each week. So for example, if the night resident teaches a topic, maybe the senior resident does a quiz on that topic for the rest of the team. I've seen some residents review an OB strip each week, so maybe you know we're really trying to keep up those OB skills and um, having that be reviewed and discussed each week. Sometimes they're also reviewing EKGs because we know there are so many EKGs you can review, and so just by doing that each week, it's kind of an intentional focus. In addition, if you're able to collaborate with another department, maybe your team visits radiology once a week or pathology or microbiology once a week. In addition, one resident I worked with had a focus on physician wellness, and she started each day with gratitude rounds, where each team member said something that they were grateful for to start off the day. I think setting an intentional focus to rounds each day, and therefore each week, improves the amount of education that we provide to our learners. All of our students need to focus on deliberate practice before they become practitioners. On rounds, maybe there's a certain focus selected for each patient, because as we know, not all patients are gonna be the most incredible teaching cases. So maybe there's a focus on medical history taking, clinical exam, communication with the patient or the family members, or breaking certain bad news. And then as faculty, we can role model these behaviors and teach by observation. In addition to role modeling techniques, faculty can also model positive attitudes like teamwork, effective and empathetic communication with the professionalism that comes with experience. Just to close out, an essential piece of education on rounds is feedback. We are the coaches for our learners and there are certain steps that we need to keep in mind when providing feedback on rounds. These include giving feedback promptly, allowing time for discussion, allow the learner to review his or her performance first with reflection and self-appraisal. We should be starting with positives and commenting after the learner is done with their self-reflection. We wanna clarify specific criteria for desired performance. We wanna use constructive criticism. And one thing that I think is important is really limiting our criticism or our feedback to a few items at a time. When July 1st rolls around, there's often a lot of things that we could say to our residents um, as far as things that they can improve on, but that can become really overwhelming, and instead of instilling confidence, make them feel more embarrassed or ashamed of what they don't know. So limiting our feedback to a few items at a time and ending with a plan of action and learning objectives for independent study. I think one thing that's important is that while, in particular, medical residents have exams throughout their residency that they may be studying for, we can provide things intentionally that we think they should look up and study that we've noticed that may be an area of improvement for them. Hopefully the tips I mentioned for improving rounds are helpful in both an abstract and a practical way. I really enjoy patient care rounds. It's one of my favorite parts of my day. And I just hope that maybe these tips will help you make your rounds more well-rounded. I hope you have a wonderful day of rounds tomorrow and thank you for tuning into 2Kill's podcast.